Hi, welcome back to the Coder Corgi podcast. Today's guest is Hari, who lives in SF and works on cool AI stuff. He's currently working on a startup uh, in AI. Hari, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So, Hari, what kind of things inspire you? So, I think that there's a couple of things. So, one core ideal that I have is around like self potential and kind of trying to see like. Um, you know, both like redefining what I think my personal potential is and continually trying to meet that ideal. Um, and kind of along those lines of um, one, one way that I've been recently framing it to myself is this idea of going on these like grand projects in like a lifetime. And I think that that's kind of the best way to figure out both, both figure out what your potential is and try to meet and surpass it continually. Um, so kind of just by like doing lots of cool things rather than, you know, just trying to set some ideal standard and trying to meet it. What's a grand project? Yeah. So I've been thinking about this a lot recently and I think probably my most recent definition of it is that it's something that is very difficult. It can't be done, you know, as like a one-off thing. It's personally meaningful to you and you're like very aligned with it and, it's also, it doesn't have like, you know, a clear kind of outcome, if that makes sense. Like, I think that this is a, you know, if you, if you go, like, if you look at like a lot of like um, advice or coaching or things around goal setting, like a common like piece of advice is like you should set, uh, you know, reasonable goals, like achievable, mm-hmm. measurable and smart goals. Yeah. Like the smart goal framework is an example. And I actually completely disagree with that because I think that those kinds of goals are generally like stepping stones. Like that's the best way to use those kinds of goals. It's like, Mm. they're almost like an implementation detail to getting to some like higher goals. And like the real goals worth achieving in life, like whether that's, you know, solving some problem that you see in the world, right? It's rarely like a smart goal. It rarely, rarely can be framed in that. There's too many unknown unknowns. You know, new things will always come up. Like the problem can be bigger or different than you initially assume. Um, it's kind of like this continuous goal, this continuous like North Star that you're kind of chasing. And how far or how deep you go on this like quest towards that North Star, that's like up to you. And so it's kind of like inverting that, that classic advice. And so, um, yeah, I, I think it's maybe summed up as like a, a grand, a grand uh, project of, or a grand quest of like... Uh, you know, poorly defined, but, you know, you feel it. You'll feel it, you'll know it when you have it, kind of kind of thing. Mm. What is this grand quest for you? At the moment, I think it's uh, making a transformative AI product that changes how people use computers. Um, like, this is just the current obsession that I kind of have, and I think that it meets those parameters of, like, it's not like a one-off thing that you can kind of do. Um, you know, you can kind of transpose it into some of these, like, you know, more achievable things. And that's probably the right way of going after it. Um, you need to have, like, kind of, you know, a first, second, and third step. But, I mean, this is easily something that, you know, you could work on for a decade or, or longer. Mm. Um, which uh, I think is also kind of a good fit for my personality, where I think that I, I kind of tend to, like, move very fast sometimes. And... 
setting like bigger goals forces you to like you know think a bit slower like you can still move fast but you're you're thinking a bit more thoughtfully about where you're kind of going and you can be more tactical um so yeah hmm Hmm. Mm. What kind of change do you want to bring to life over the course of your life? I think that it's not really like in like it's not something that can be I think summed up into a single axis. I mm. think it's best framed in these in these uh I think in these in terms of like these kinds of projects, right? So I think along Along the lines of this project that I just described of building like a transformative AI product, um, I just feel very strongly that the way that people interact with, you know, AI as it exists today is, mm. uh, it's not that it's flawed, but mm. it's it's somewhat disappointing, and mm. it could be a lot better. And so, the specific axis that I want to improve that on is uh, making a a widespread and usable product that augments people rather than preys upon them. Augments people. Yeah. And I think that ex- a lot of existing like hyper successful AI things like the entire ad tech economy mm. and attention economy right. um, is very successful. And, you know, the tech is obviously like insanely good, but it's, it's not very incentive aligned. And, um, it's a. I mean, I, I can go down this whole rabbit hole about how I think like ad tech is actually a financial business mm-hmm. model, um, but I mean it, it's a very successful business. But um, and like it's kind of a shame that this like amazing tech is being used for, um, not even in a moral sense like a bad thing, but just like it feels like a waste of the uh, of its potential. Mm-hmm. And then I think that there's also this giant second category of AI success that's all around like downside minimization, like fraud detection and risk detection, and all that stuff is necessary, but. It's closer to making it's closer to making like something like insurance mm. than like actually directly improving the upside or, or like creating value. It's like oh. you're insuring other people making value in other ways, right? Right. And so it's um, not actually used for its full potential. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think the real potential of AI is like um, you know, if if you're it's like a lever on human potential. Mm. Um, along your uh, grand quest how do you deal with like obstacles or frustrations coming your way? Yeah, I mean, this is definitely something that I'm figuring out. Um, I think every there's like some pattern matching to previous obstacles for sure, but I feel like if you're doing your job right, there will always be new and novel kind of obstacles that you're gonna have to kind of find your way around. Um, how would your ideal self approach them? So I think what I'm trying to approach is like the state where um, I can kind of almost treat the obstacle in isolation and I think the the worst kind of obstacle is not the one that's like extremely difficult to cross but one that like ends up affecting everything else in your life it's almost Mm -hmm. like a an all-encompassing obstacle and I think like the most insurmountable things end up end up feeling like like that's why they feel insurmountable not because they're like impossible to solve Um, and so what I'm trying to do is like you know make sure that like along the way I'm building like the right foundations, um, you know, have the right balance, have the right habits, the routines. Like I think all of these are kind of tools to then go and attack like the really difficult kind of obstacles and problems and, and handle those productively rather than each one being like this fight to the death or something, right? Like that's not sustainable. How do you build your routine? If you found like today you were suddenly at square zero and you didn't have any of these habits or routines, how would you go about it? 
So I think one, well, the, my, maybe my general version of that advice would be that it's different for everybody. Like you have, you have to first kind of like understand a lot of things about yourself. Um, and one thing that I understood about myself um, and that's helped me do this is just that uh, my environment matters like quite a bit. And so like I can be as personally disciplined as I want and like have all these like um, goals around, okay, I, like I want to have like this strong routine. I want to build up these habits so that I can go accomplish X goal. But if I'm not in the right environment, then it's going to be like much harder to do that. And so that's actually the dominating variable for me. And so what I try to do is structure my environment to like make these things almost feel natural and easy and just feel very at ease with like, um, like almost making like these habits kind of unconscious. And I guess by habits, I mean like, um, you know, what am I doing each day? Like, how am I structuring my day? What am I eating? Um, am I being active? Like, what do I do in my free time? Like, I think all these things kind of matter, right? It's like this holistic kind of approach. And it doesn't have to be perfect. Like, that's not really the goal. It's like, but like the, the end product should be that, like, I'm kind of in this like peak mental state. And, and then like the next step for that is like, you know, extending that state and like also like, you know, chasing mm-hmm. higher peaks, right? Um, what are like some specific things you can do to get into like a, a peak state in like say less than five minutes, like concrete things? Like describe them in less than five minutes or do them or, in less than five minutes? Yeah, things that take like less than five minutes to do. Yeah, I mean, I think one thing is like, I think meditation is like pretty widely misunderstood. Um, like you can get into like a meditative state pretty fast and you don't actually need to do the whole like sitting down and like all the mm-hmm. the spiritual stuff and like um, like even something as simple as just just like putting everything down and just like going on a walk and only thinking about one thing is a form of meditation mm. um closing your eyes and thinking about nothing is another form that's probably mm. the most the most common one but that's not the only way um i think that like pretty like strenuous physical activity i don't necessarily know if you can work up to that in like five minutes is also a way of like meditating in its own right that like kind of clears out the junk in your head and like just like get down and do 20 push-ups or 20 jumping eyes sure yeah like whatever it is right it's like you want to put your body in a state that like it can't it has to focus on one thing right you're almost like teaching it to focus um but yeah i think most of the things are things that they're kind of like just these like holistic kind of habits things habits and such that you got to do that are going to be longer than five minutes right it's Mm -hmm. like you know, how good is your sleep? Like, what are you eating each day? Um, what do you do the first thing, first thing in the morning? Like, when you wake up, you open your eyes. And um, Definitely working on a lot of these things, but I think that it's interesting because, like, a lot of these things seem, like, pretty basic, and there's a lot of advice around, around it, and, like, people are constantly optimizing them. But I think it's better to first, I think, set, like, some different goal. Like, some, one of these, like, find one of these grand projects, and then... And then, like, you'll kind of realize, like, all right, I need to do all these things in order to get there. Mm. And so it's, like, way easier to do it in that order rather than, like, you know, in previous points of my life where I'm kind of been aimless and, like, I don't know why I'm doing what I'm doing and, or, like, what I'm working towards then. It's a compelling vision that defines the goals, not the other way around. Exactly. Yeah, that's a great way of putting it. Um, like, all these things just feel, like, natural and necessary in order for me to, you know, do what I want to do. To continue on, like, the next kind of check checkpoint north star of your grand quest yeah exactly um yeah a lot of these things have kind of come into more clarity as of recently it's kind of putting together all these pieces yeah 
Hmm. Uh, how do you want to be remembered as a role model to your great grandchildren? Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess like maybe having a lot of stories. Like I think it's it's not really a realistic goal to be like remembered as like a great person or like a good person even necessarily. I think life is pretty complicated. Um, but I think that it would be a shame if I didn't have any stories to tell, mm. you know? And I think that ultimately that's like what, like the stories that we hear when you're younger, those are like the most formative things, right? In a sense. The hero's journey. Yeah. Great ancestor. The hero's journey, yeah. Like I, I would like to go on many hero's journeys mm. in a lifetime, right? Like that's what makes a great life. Um, also, I, I don't think I don't think that life should necessarily end. But this is probably a, a longer, <laughs> a longer topic that could cover an entirely other another episode. Ah, uh, yes, singularity, yeah. all that, or even just like longevity. anti-aging, longevity. Like yeah. yeah, like um, I think there's yeah a non-zero chance that we uh, we crack that in our lifetimes. Mm. Have you been to like the Foresight Institute stuff or no. been involved in? They're really into longevity. Oh, and uh, is it in like SF? In SF, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think there's like a bunch of longevity communities out here. Probably should should check some of these out. It's kind of been like more of like a personal recent interest. So, um, yeah, I want to get a bit deeper into it. Awesome. Yeah, that right about wraps up our conversation. Do you have anything to add? Uh, this was, I've never done anything like this. This was more fun than I thought. Um, awesome. This was interesting. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you for being on the show, Hari. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. And yeah, join us next time on the Code of Kogi podcast. Find us on Substack, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts.